0: They're pounding powders all day long, thinking it's gonna no, no, balance that's you the out the thing. I'm pounding, Mark. <laughs> wait a minute. Are you talking about a Hawaiian deep dish? What's the banana? Where's the banana? Look. What are we all going to follow down the rabbit hole now, Mark? Oh, just like a bunch of farm animals, ba ba ba. Look, writ large. If I had to hazard a guess. Oh. <laughs> all right, he's to the deck. Oh, God. I like it. Look, McCormick Palace Place Palace. It's a palace now. We, c- we came; it was a place. We leave; it's a palace. Ho-bay. Ho-bay. Hello. And welcome to 9000, episode 174. We are coming to you live from the NRA floor in Chicago, Illinois. That's National Restaurant Association. First Amendment. Oh, Mark, nope. come wrong on. Wrong one, wrong one. I know you brought your appetite, Mark. For, for in- destruction. For destruction. Mm-hmm. How about for insight into the future? Not only of the, this race, this rat race and this human race, but also, you know, the <coughs> restaurant scene. What's going on, man? Restaurants. Looking around the show floor here, you'd think that restaurants never left, and maybe they never did. They're bouncing back in a big way, Mark. I keep that's that's the uh, that's the alliterative hashtag I've been seeing everywhere: bouncing back big. Restaurants 2022 bounce back big. I'm just letting you work it all out. <laughs> just I'm um, setting the scene. Here we are. I'm letting you shoot your load early and up front. let you settle down a little bit. This sounds so weird in my in ears. I don't know what to oh, tell you. Oh my man. god! There, they'll make you louder. Is that? Uh, it's very compressed. Oh my god! Well, Mark, like we've got our portable a kit here. I don't <laughs> you know. It sounds you. so much better. That's just. The nature of my voice, Mark I, we've, we've had this discussion BS oh. So many times Yeah, maybe I had too much you, you got a lot of bass on me? How's that, Mark? I don't know, whatever <clears throat> I turned your bass down, man I give up I can work on the fly here Okay, good I think you're just You have too much bass Yeah, I probably do have too much bass You like that reedy quality Try that on for size, Mark Hello Oh, very Nice cut that low a episode little episode 174 to be determined title live, live from NRA West It's not West it's just the National Restaurant Association show Well where is it where is it located McCormick Palace Mark we are right near the lake we're right at the uh, south end of Lakeshore Drive Midwest we're within uh, spitting distance of Soldier Field of the Shed Aquarium Oh, this is your old stomping my ground. Stomping Here we ground, go. Mark. Can't wait for a valet story to come into your mind and oh, immediately the, I, come I, I out of your mouth. I have not even thought of valets. Mark, during my <clears throat> time in Chicago, I parked cars at some of the best restaurants in the city. Speaking of NRA. Talk about a front row seat. Wait, what? National Restaurant Association. You just said you parked cars at some of the finest restaurants in Chicago. No doy, Mark. You know, I'm making the connections left and right. I'm... Sometimes the listeners need a little help coming along. Don't you disparage our listeners, Mark. I think you're the one who needs a little help coming along. It's like the your, your hearing's going. That's Clearly, what whatever is going on between those ears starting to get a little Flippin'. spongy. I need some of that... Uh, it's like a soggy tiramisu between your ears, oh, Mark. Jesus, I need some of that jellyfish extra. What is that uh, What is that supplement that's always on TV? Uh... uh, uh come on, All the, it's a bunch of people... HGH. And there's silver years. <laughs> Talking about how this just keeps them sharp. Ah, oh, can. I can't remember it. Mark. Ne- I, neuro, neuro, neurogen. Neurova. Nereva. It, it's strange because I used to host this show with a natural products insider who was so adroit at picking apart the supplement game that I could just sit back and let him do all the work. But this Tiramisu brain over God. here. I. He's having a. He can't even look it up on Google properly. I can't remember this. It's. Uh, I don't pay attention to the bees. Maybe bees. maybe you need a memory boosting supplement, Mark. That's. If I Google memory boost. Is there uh, a Buckberry for that? Come on, it, Alpha Brain, get me some of that. Uh, Alpha Brain on for it. Rogan Juice. Alpha Male. What is the name of that? Oh, you're killing me. We're playing the name game. You're gonna have to. You're gonna. Uh. Mark, we'll let our. Would produ- you tell this co- crowd to quiet down? Why while I look just this up, little, let's let our producer dig into that. While you, okay, Jake, take us on our journey, Mark. You, you are the keeper of the Google Doc, top cognition. Oh boy, supplement. <laughs> it's on TV all the time. What? What are you watching? Like old. No Are you watching like Laugh That like weird TV Where you see those supplement commercials (laughs) Laugh TV Where they market towards Uh, The greatest generation Alright well this isn't working Don't buy into brain health supplements So that's probably a good article Let's try a Jellyfish It's jellyfish Hey jellyfish eyes Memory supplement That's gonna get me right there Prevagen 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 Pemagen Prevagen. Prevagen Prevagen Come on What did I say? Neurogen. Well, Mark, this is an Expo West. Episode 174. This is the National Restaurant Association. Surely there is some crossover insight, right, Mark? I mean, you are a natural products maven. So deep in that world. But you like going to restaurants. Josh, you know damn well that I used to be a kingpin of the fine dining scene. I did. In fact, you as a kingpin... King pinned me. I I king pinned you, and then you king pinned others. The no, series I, of, I just kind of s- left series of kingpinning. There was a lot of pinning going on. That's uh, a subhead right there. Hey, episode one seventy four. Kingpin restaurant kingpins. <laughs> Put that SEO word in there, huh? Kingpin. Yeah. Well, you want the restaurant in there because it's a proven <laughs> fact: thirty four percent of all internet searches. Are restaurant centric, Mark? Everyone wants to know where to go eat. Mark, did you hear about about I heard gr- a pout. The, the Grubhub snafu in New York City, right? Oh no! Was old was our good friend Biddy wrangled into this hubbub? No, no, no! I think Grubhub did a like free lunch for everyone promotion, and they completely crippled the restaurant industry in New York for a for an afternoon. That oh, sounds like me. I've been people who had actually been paying for their meals. Weren't getting their food because everyone was trying to cash in on this free lunch that Grubhub was buying. That's marketing gone awry, Mark. There's a lesson in there. Let's not forget that. We are on the show floor here. I wonder how many of the restaurateurs... I wonder what the lesson is. Is the lesson Grubhub actually holds all the cards? I think the lesson is that there's clearly a disconnect between... There was some fallout unexpectedly. Grubhub is more of a technology company. And they've got... They're a level up. They can shut you down in a heartbeat. I don't they- think it's that. I think that it's a, that they failed to see that, like, offering everyone in an entire city of millions free lunch. Don't be so sure, John. It's going to cause. Don't be so sure. Problems. Of course it is. With delivery and supply, Mark. I mean, come on. You know what? I think time's going to tell. That was a big <laughs> flex by old Grubhub. You saying, think Grubhub is trying yeah. to like flex? They're like, yeah. get your shit together restaurants because this is how we want to run it. The next time there's some discussion over the fees going to the restaurants and back and forth, be like, uh, eh, I think we're going to stick with our position here. Because look what happened when we did this promo. Volume. Yeah, but unsustainable volume. volume. It's not like it made I, Grubhub right. look good, Mark. That's true. And you're just taking my word for it on this story. You had no idea that this had happened. Correct. I know better than to do that. Hey, what's in your newsfeed, Mark? What's in my neural newsfeed? Your neural newsfeed. Previgen. What's in your previgen? Josh, I got some great stories for you this week. The ones that I sent you? Or do you have some of your own this week? Mark? That's yours. That's yours. That's mine, I think. And it one up's yours. Ooh. That's yours. That's yours. This is all yours. I didn't have any room. You kept flooding me with. That these is things. not true. You Absolutely, just didn't. You, this is a pattern every episode. I'm the only one supplying content, Mark. This used to be a partnership. <laughs> oh my god! Now I've got Mr. Tiramisu à la tete. That's funny. Trying to drive this show into the ground. Uh, that's funny. And I will not have it. Not on the show. I floor like of it. The confrontational episode. episode. <laughs> show some respect, Come Grubhub. Do you know how hard it is to succeed in the restaurant industry, Mark? Yeah, it's not like the supplement game. Come shot. People live and die every day. Josh. <laughs> Mark, none of these have anything to do with restaurants. Everything has something to do with restaurants. I think that's what we, the lesson that will uh, win out today, Mark is. That well, the good news for listeners is that since my audio is not optimal, what is wrong with your audio? It sounds better than mine. <laughs> you think? You sound great. Yeah, it does sound. The the balance is better. The bass is better. This is what I miss. I think it's a little low in the mix still. You are louder than me. Okay. Josh. Oh, Mark. Mushrooms communicate with each other using up to how many words? I believe 50. 50 words, scientists claim. Scientists claims. One scientist claims. Uh, Good. So since you sent me this, tell me what it's about. Well, so Mark, we've discussed on this podcast before how the mycelium network created by fungal elements in the forest. They bind not just those fungal elements, but also the other living things, the trees, the plants. It is a resource sharing network, Mark. They are sharing food, but not just food, Mark. It turns out they're sharing information as well. They communicate with word-like sayings. Murmurings, if you will, mushroom murmurs, Mark. Fascinating to me because as you know, Mark, in my, my work in the conversational AI hyper automation space, don't, don't. <laughs> many of the ecosystems that we're trying to create in order to leverage these disruptive technologies and orchestrate them are quite similar to a mycelium network. Mark, Josh. we still need to finish, uh, our can't get you out of my head series. That is not, Out of my mind. But did you know Adam Curtis has another series called Watched Over by Machines of Loving Grace? Now, Mark, you will find this fascinating. This before or after? Before. And, Mark, you are a literary man, so you will like this. That title comes from a Richard Brodigan poem. Oh. The spirit of Brodigan. That sort of inadvertently describes a lot of... What technology has come to encompass and where it might lead us. I, I have the poem somewhere on my computer. I can read it, I'll read it to you later. We'll close the show with Machines of Loving Grace by Richard Brodigan. But for now, I will tell you that part two of this five or six part docuseries is all about how ecologists used to hold fast to this notion that there was, na- that there was balance in nature. Of course. And so early ecologists set out to prove it by mapping like all the elements of nature and trying to show that there was always this eternal balance and they held fast to these ideals. Turns out they were just, it was either simplistic data or they were like making the data conform to these ideas. There is actually modern ecologists know that there is an asshole in an orange chair on the show floor of restaurant association trade show show. Mark, you've thrown me a loop here. (laughs) I was trying to tell you that modern ecologists realized that there was only chaos in nature. There isn't balance. If there's a forest fire in nature, nature doesn't try and recreate what was once there. Uh A whole new system springs forth. It is not predictable. There is not balance. Furthermore, Mark, (laughs) communes of computer programmers in in the 60s were trying to build computing systems... That would self-regulate the way they believed it was happening. Happening in nature, they took the teachings of ecology, brought them into technology. It's quite possible that's the trajectory we've been on. Is based on a flawed vision of nature. We're trying to recreate a system in nature that actually, or a state in nature that doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. So, is the end game that it was flawed from the from the get go, and we're fucked, or are we going to find a way? To create balance where nature could not mark, I pose this question to you on the trade show floor here. Couldn't be more germane to the restaurant association happenings in 2022. Mark, go. Well, what's throwing me is that I I'm, I'm supposed to deliver restaurant trends right now. No, that is At the crux. It's the heart and the crux. The heart and the crux of the natural products industry, Josh. Is it not? a return to nature left alone so that it can balance itself? But it doesn't. Organic food, it- or create a new balance in a new world order? Is that a product plug? Food tech. Food tech. That's, these are ni- these are polar opposites. These are interesting. But in the natural food space, Mark, is there a core belief that nature is self-regulating and yes, there is balance there? Absolutely. Does Josh, it, and there's a core belief in your head with natural medicine. You're up there pounding powders all day long thinking it's going to no, no, balance you out. That's not the out. only thing I'm pounding, Mark. <laughs> now let me tell let me ask you this You're though. You're pounding the pavement. Does it change the way you feel about the natural products industry to realize that the core belief guy the guiding principle is flawed. It's not true. There is no balance in nature. That is a gosh, that is a human invention. There's you, only chaos, I Mark. thought you knew this about me. I mean, you've been to Expo West. You know that truly it's... I mean, <laughs> there you can see it. It's all just chaos. I thought you knew this about me. Knew what? That you're we an, can't you're go an back. old school ecologist? This. Well, if you're asking me, the spirit of the natural products industry being the organic movement and a regenerative agriculture movement uh-huh. coming back... We're never going to go back. We don't go back. We go forward. Wait, never going to go back how? We're never going to... Do regenerative farming? We'll do some regenerative farming. But what about carbon? We're going to have to outrun these problems. We're not going to reverse them and eliminate things from our lifestyle to accommodate a planet in peril. You're saying we're not we're willing to We're going to Elon sacrifice? Musk this shit. Let's not do that. That is nasty. Well, like that's... I don't like it one bit. But if you but ask that's me... That's what you we believe it? Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't, I don't, <laughs> it might happen, Mark. I. You're going to be eating those goddamn heme burgers we're gonna be eating out of petri dishes man remember the trend and i think i saw it at a booth here but where you could 3d print food out of air with the bacteria in the air mark there was the air proteins say goodbye to josh i had craveable food that maybe that's the core lesson here mark the the days of the restaurant of the of the natural ingredient of the whole food josh are they dwindling away mark let me let me describe to you a company I just recently discovered. Oh, called, okay. called Nourished. Oh, it, is that the? You mean Nutrish? You're talking about the Rachel Ray know, line. I'm talking about Nourished. Oh, okay. I think it's UK. I'm not sure they even sell into the US. Oh, of course. You're let, so me, let me against the grain. I only t- get my Nutrish from the UK. <laughs> no, I don't. Haven't used it. Uh, a female founder. 3D printed. Uh, she's 3D printed? <laughs> yeah. She's <like> a humanoid? <laughs> yeah. First, first 3D printed female founder <laughs> in the supplement game. That is revolutionary. You weren't kidding. 3D printed gummies. Oh. Personalized as you see fit. How much THC? Layers. And it looks like a little colorful rainbow. of the, the, Here's my printed layer of my B12 vitamin. Here's my printed layer of my ashwagandha. Here's my printed layer of whatever. Put them together in a nice little gummy, ship them to you. Nutrition stratified? Josh, I, how many t- how many boxes can you tick? They're all there. That ticks them all. It's got all the boxes ticked. Personalized so gummies. So I can add any gummy layer I want. 3D printed tech. Well, they have a whatever. They've got like, like a, a psilis- 40, psilocybin 40, layer. You there's can like try? 40 active ingredients you can mix and match as you want that is personalized to a point. Is it is it real? I don't know. I've never tried. But what it. Are you do you basically get en- it's hard to get enough into those gummies. So I don't no, know. No, if- but how do you pick your stratas, buddy? Is it like you just it's like what you would normally get at the GNC? You're like, "I want this, this, and this." Or do you do they pair you, Mark, with a personalized nutrition expert? I don't think they're doing that. Who digs through your feces? Okay, it's not nourish.com. That is examines something examines your urines. Nu- nu- maybe I'm getting the name wrong. Nourish
1: Maybe, you made Supplements.
0: It up. Maybe it came to you in a dream <laughs> the, the first thing that comes up is printed, Nourish after all. Organic feeding tube formula for kids Hard to N- get these days Nourish? What's the name of this company? I thought it was nur- Nourished Get Nourished Okay, our credibility is saved oh, Thank God Let me show you one of these gummies Oh, you brought some? Yep Vitamin Lab, create your own Oh, well, there's a US shop A daily dose of vitamin U. That's vitamin me. Complete our short consultation. You wanted that. There you go. A short consultation? That doesn't sound like it's really going to be all that helpful. I think it's just a quiz. What flavor gummy do you like? Probably a quiz. And we'll recommend seven... I've been burned before by supplement quizzes, Mark, and I think you know what I'm talking about. Seven tasty nourishments best suited to your goals and lifestyle delivered directly to your door, Josh. Here we go. Oh, this is fun. Let's build one. Let's build one for you right now. What if I want deliver it delivered to my back door as more of like a suppository? <laughs> I'll bet you do. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Select your gummy coating, Josh. Do you want black currant, orange, pineapple, cola, original, or strawberry? I'm drawn to cola. I like those little You, you know those little gummies that look like a Coke bottle. You're drawn to cola. Sweet or sour? Savory. Sweet or sour? Sour is bad for your tooth enamel. Sweet. Every time I eat if Sour Patch go- Kids, like my teeth hurt for days. If you're going to go with cola, go you got to go sweet. I don't yeah. want a sour cola. That's a great point, Mark. Josh, we're going to select some nourishments now. All right. 5-HTP, apple cider vinegar, ashwagandha, beetroot, ayahuasca, cordyceps, CoQ10, Cocaine? Careflow mango powder. That's a branded ingredient. Beta glucan, folic acid, ginger extract, ginseng, HTBPL1. What is that? K2 Vital Delta. That's a branded is that ingredient. Is a mountain? Iron, inositol, hydro kirk and black pepper extract. That's a curcumin. I want that curcumin. You want that? That's one in. Adding that one. Hey. Oh, whoops. Was I supposed to be picking them all along? I want ayahuasca for stress there relief. There was Mark. no ayahuasca. I mean, ashwagandha for my stresses. There we go. And I want the Captain Curcumin, and I want... We got curcumin, we got ashwagandha. Hydro. Don't you want me to read more? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you got lactospore probiotic. I don't want milk. Lutamax 2020. That's an eye job. All right, oh, Mark. Now wh- it's my turn to pose the questions <laughs> to you. I'm not done. Ooh. All right. That'd take too long. Sorry, there's a I'm game just- show <laughs> underway <laughs> on the show floor. You want to know the most popular nourishments? I'm going to give them to you. There's eight. Eight. White kidney bean extract. Couldn't you just eat a kidney bean? Ginger extract, maca powder, CoQ10, Careflow mango powder, lactospore probiotic, folic acid, and vegan vitamin D3. That maca powder is going to make my gummy taste shitty. I know that much. You want to know the immunity heroes? Uh, Turkey tail? Zinc, vitamin C, vitamin A, vegan vitamin D3, lactospore probiotic, hydro black pepper extract, beta-glucan. Yeah, you don't want to sleep on zinc. Anywho, let me just show you just so you can... Well, there you go. You can see them down there. See what they look like? A little rainbow. This is your new exciting company? I'm not saying thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm just saying here's evidence of the trends manifesting but right that, before our eyes. All right, but that is not nourishment. I'm talking about your nourishment's going to look like that, too. You're going to get a little gummy cake in the morning that's going to have your protein strata... Your fiber strata. You want a three deeper in a food instead of a gummy? Sure. I'm saying. Trend alert. What are we all going to follow down the rabbit hole now, Mark? Oh, just like a bunch of farm animals. Ba ba ba. <laughs> no, but National I think- Restaurant Association trend spotting 2022, McCormick Plaza. Seasonings for the ages. If you want salad, you better start growing your own. Josh, these mushrooms. Oh, we're still on that one, huh? To investigate Professor Andrew Adamatsky <laughs> at the University of the West of England's University of the West of England's unconventional computing laboratory. That's that the is, warning well, flag I right want to school right That's there. That's a warning flag. <laughs> this is like a great place. In Bristol, analyze the patterns of electrical spikes generated by four species of fungi: enoki, split gill, ghost, and caterpillar. Exciting mushrooms, little tiny micro electrodes into the substrates. So or, what are, so or what are you? Or substrata, Mark. So what are you telling me? He, uh, oh my God, here we go. So out of the unconventional computing lab, the research found that these spikes often clustered into trains of activity resembling vocabularies of up to fifty words, and that the distribution of these fungal word lengths closely matched those of human languages. Hmm. Which, it all ties into the stoned ape theory, Mark. Do you know that theory? I, I do, Josh. Okay. Didn't we do a whole book club on that? Well, we didn't do a book club on that. Oh, what did we do on that? Something ape. We did the naked ape. Mark. Naked <laughs> ape. I don't think you know the stoned ape theory. I think I do. What is it? Feed it back to me, brother. Mm. 10 milligrams max if you're a primate. That's the stoned ape theory. No, the idea is that our ancestors might have. Picked mushrooms off of uh, herbivore shit and tripped balls. And uh, there's, there's a gap, right? There's a hard-to-explain period in human evolution where our brain density and mass like, just skyrocketed, right? Like faster than you would normally see in evolutionary circles, let's say. So what spurred that on, Mark? Could have been... Father r- John Misty. Routinely tripping balls. Seeing... Microdose. The wavelengths, the vibrations, taking it all in. Well, you know what's most disappointing about this article is that. But maybe these, that's where our language came from. We're eating this stony, shroom stuff, and it's teaching us how to talk. Because really shrooms. knows how to talk, bro. Yeah, but it, I do You You tell me that mushrooms say fifty words. You got to tell me what at least a couple of those words are. Uh, faster, slower. Yes, no. There's four right there. More, less. Science has not proven that to be the case. Well, I'm just Josh. saying they're sharing nutrients, right? You want more of it, you want less, you need it faster, you need it slower, you want it to stop. That is so yes, basic. Yes, i it. Well, if you've got what fifty words about sharing resources <laughs> underneath the forest floor, I I would I would hazard to guess that every single one of those words is much more sophisticated than yes, no. Why would they waste time communicating such a basic concept? I'll bet you the concept is yes, left side, watery. It's a combination of signals. Like they got an itch? Yeah. Higher, lower?
1: Faster, slower,
0: harder, softer. Sounds like a Daft Punk song. To the bananas, Josh. To the bananas. Now, you know what's... uh, The headline being, bananas have died out once before. Modern bananas are are a monoculture. It's only a matter of time before some bug or fungus strikes, and many experts believe that strike is coming very soon. Coming to us from Josh... Tyson, what, Tyson, what, you're the enthusiast, enthusiast Tyson, aren't, aren't who clearly has forgotten that we've covered this story at least twice before on this podcast. Oh, well, forgive me, we've done 174 episodes. Yeah, talk about yeah, but there's new relevance tofu to Tofu Brain Tiramisu Tete t- oh, Tete. I put this in here because it ties in perfectly to what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the foods we've come to accustomed to enjoying are going to disappear, and not just the bananas, Mark. I would say two out of three of the Principal ingredients of a deep dish pizza, Mark, are going to go by the wayside. And I know that's so what something are that the about people it? here care about. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you talking about a Hawaiian deep dish? What's the banana? Where's the banana? That's no, I'm pineapple. Not, I'm saying there are other ingredients like the banana. They might not be monocultural, but what's. If you're the, talking. You just said. What if tomatoes thirds, go away, Mark? Two thirds of the deep dish ingredients go away. I'm I said it's relevant because. Water, flour, <clears throat> yeast. Yeast, tomato. Yeast is not going anywhere, but tomato, flour. What else is in a deep dish? Water, is oregano. Sugar. What about cheese? Cheese oh, is not going anywhere either. You don't think so? No, oh, you can put, you can vat that shit. You can milk anything, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't need, you don't need animals for cheese. Uh, are you on uh, Musk are, food tech? I, I think you forgot what city you're in, Mark. If you are trying to tell me you're going to get someone to eat a Chicago-style deep-dish oh, pizza I was with vegan cheese, I need to show you the door. I am sorry, everyone. I did not mean to there bring in no here. There are no doors here. This is Expo. This it's is a double door. There base. is a double door down there. I can kick it open and throw you out. How dare you? The da bears. <sighs> All right, Josh. What do you... Want to go into this story in any detail, or is that no, the No, apparently, of it? we've already covered it before. Staking the fate of a fruit on monoculture is dangerous in the extreme. Dangerous uh, for who? People like the, the bananas don't give a shit. Josh, already, plantations in Asia, Africa, and elsewhere have been wiped out by a new strain of Panama known as Tropical Race 4. Panama being a. What is mm-hmm. Panama? <laughs> nah, that almost sounded like a movie trailer to Panama you- disease, a fungus. Fusarium wilt, Panama disease. Are you trying to sell it? <sighs> <laughs> oh, Josh, perhaps- PrivaSec or Prevagen, <laughs> Panama disease. That's not- perhaps most terrifyingly, this problem isn't limited to bananas. See it, agriculture at large. Mm. Yeah, okay. Are we going to talk about organic methods or agroforestry? There's some buzzwords at the play. Okay, you're not looking at that. Deep. Give me it's some other. Give me now. some other. Give me some other crops. Uh, they, they don't sh- want you. They don't to want guess, to Mark. do it. That's that's. Come on, that's poor journalism. Give me at least a few that are on the razor's edge of fusarium wilt, Panama disease. Why don't you make a few calls to your network? We yeah. can have our producer take that on, Jake. Uh, I guess you can put down the Prevagen project. I, I don't think I don't think she names any. I'm going to hazard a guess that it is... I, tomato. <laughs> this, tomato. Is, this is your second time hazarding a guess. <laughs> what was my first hazarded record? guess? You hazarded a guess about two minutes ago. Okay. I can't remember what it was. Tomato were, is pretty good. That's it's a nice. delicate fruit. Yeah, tomato, coffee. Goodbye. That's why I switched to tea already. Is green tea in jeopardy? Especially that rarefied... Altitude-grown Chinese organic blend you like to buy? I like some matcha powder. It's grown in Japan, I believe. I'm sorry, I meant Japan. Yeah, well. uh, Mark, (laughs) I would think coffee is more likely to... Climate risk. Climate, yeah. Hmm. If nobody can drink coffee one day... Because you don't need the bean. You just need the leaf, right? You can grow the leaf. So here we go. Perfect encapsulation of your fundamental question on the table. Whether it's the restaurant industry, AI... Natural foods, trade shows, whatever the case may be. Let's go with coffee. 20 years. Nope. Bean's gone. What happens, Josh? What wins? The fake coffee bean from Otomo, already in market. A synthetic. Absolutely. 3D printed bean. Or, no, 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 we just migrate to matcha powder instead. What do you think happens, Josh? Well, Mark, I think... And the f- your fate as a host on this podcast with an intelligent brain depends on the answer. Oh, it hangs in the balance, doesn't it, Mark? Well, I'll tell you this. Large-scale retailers like Starbucks, they're going to embrace that synthetic bean because it's their only choice. But, Mark. Why? Because they want to keep selling coffee to Why? people. Why? Because we have an insatiable urge. Because for- we're not going to go back, and we're not going to give up the coffee, well, I wasn't, I wasn't done. What I was going to say is that... Uh, Atomo, we have created the future of coffee without coffee Independent coffee, coffee shops, bespoke coffee shops, they're not going to screw around with this fake coffee, I don't think. What well, well, if well, they do, they'll a, have to redefine their whole reason. That'll be the death rattle nature. of the coffee bean. Yeah, there'll be. it'll be super expensive. There'll be a little bit of supply left, and you'll get it through some right, well, little bit bes- Yeah, people will still... Okay, they'll but drink some going to be I'm gone. I'm talking about my personal choice. I have moved away from coffee. I'm drinking far more green tea now. Will that bite me in the ass? Time will tell, Mark. I don't know. I might you know I you know I could just snort no, caffeine no. if I need to. I'm not saying it'll bite you in the ass, but what I'm saying is that writ large, if I had to hazard a guess. Oh. <laughs> Episode one seventy four, hazard a guess. The consumer, the retailer like Whole Foods will say, Yep, okay, we're gonna we're gonna soften our standards and bring in the fake bean. Why? Because the consumer wants the bean. Well, because they have a safe space where they can see if it'll work too. No, they want to meet that consumer. And Do that they? consumer wants the bean. That consumer is not going to say, "Fine, matcha powder is just as good and better and blah blah blah." Nope. Give me the bean. All right, Mark, they want the bean. Backdoor it. That's your style. Sure. To the next banana. You mean the next article or is you are you? That's the next article. It's another and banana it, article. It's me one-upping you. Oh, okay. To the next banana. Oh, the better banana. The revival of a forgotten American fruit. I put that fucking story in there. That is not you. <laughs> oh, it is? Yes. You t- <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's like the pawpaw, right? Uh, I think you're correct. <laughs> Unbelievable. Susie knows more about pawpaws than most. There's a tiramisu is <laughs> dripping out your ears. I can see it. Swelling inside your cans. Damn, I thought... Starting to drip out onto your shoulders. Okay, well, all I did was position it well inside... Hey, that was masterful Google Doc manipulation. That was my one-upping right there. That was me kingpinning you. You've kingpinned me once again with my own insights. (laughs) Although that's not my own insight. That's just me happening to find that article in my news feed. But yeah, Mark the Pawpaw. It's like a big baseball mitt-looking thing that apparently grows everywhere. There is a photo in that article of a very intense. He's brushy and looking. He's sort of delicate, nimble fingers. He's the expert on papas. (laughs) Oh, there's our show. Oh no, we had. You think that looks like me? He does have. I I mean, I haven't looked at that article in weeks, but Michael Judd. You like that guy, huh? He looks a little brushy. (laughs) He does have the hair. He's got that meticulous. Gonna complain about the quality of everything, nature to Unbelievable! Like, mm, Unbelievable! This papa le- doesn't sound Be- right. I can, I can barely hear this papa. Check the <laughs> levels on this papa, please. Where am I? Where's my papa? <laughs> oh, there's some good ones. Uh, Where's my papa? Oh, check the levels on this papa, please. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're so animated. You're. Your vocal cords. I'm aggravating my your lingering sorghum. congestion. Yep. That's the onset of sorghums. Josh, it's time for an interlude. Is it? We're there. Well, you know, the Restaurant Association here is all about live entertainment. Because we are trendsetters, this podcast has uh, been the bellwether of so many trends. They turn to us, they're like, who should we hire to entertain everyone here? One answer was obvious. Uh, you're Remember episode 100 when we um, featured a song by D-Boy? There was, yeah. It was a bit fraught because you, w- you found some of their propaganda and I saw thought their that marketing for a minute and that thought they might be kind of... January 6ers No, but they're not. I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. Was that what I was worried about? Something like Yeah yeah Oh, they like- had some hand signal they put up at their concerts, which... That yeah, was but then concern. but then we read their manifesto on their site and it was all about inclusion and positivity. What's it, what's it D-boys? D-boy. <laughs> D-boy. They I mean they they do lean on some kind of like The three-piece band Soviet Era. That's the song that Dboylove.com. I don't Here it is again. For all D-boys and D-girls. All right, we at least got D-girls in the mix. Yeah, see? That's a good start. The site is created by myself, president of the official D-boy scout order. Oh, yeah, you can become C- a D-Boy Scout. C- I think you can get, like, a, a C- kerchief. C- and a, uh, what's that thing called? The slide that goes up your kerchief? There's a funny word for that. What? All right, were you ever a Cub Scout, Weeblow, or Boy Scout, Mark? No. Oh, that little... You put the kerchief around, and then you have the little slide that... Yeah, what is that thing? Oh, that it's little- got a great name. It does? Oh, it's got a great name, Mark. What do you want me to look up? Slide Kerchief slide. Slide kerchief Neckerchief slide. Scout's Neckerchief slide. There's, ter- There's got to be a term Turk's head woggle, paracord Neckerchief. Voice Scout Neckerchief slide. What do you mean it has a great name? Uh, the world may never know because I can't remember, but it's not just. It's Maybe it could this also it. be the slide on a bolo tie. <clears throat> I know you love bolo ties. Are you familiar with the word weenus? Weenus? I call you that all the time. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's like kind of like a picky, no meticulous My eighth grader. What? Got me on this one. This right here. Why are you pinching your scrotum? It's the wrinkly little skin on your elbow. Oh that's your weenus. Hey, do you know what a doolap is? Speaking of Duleps, it looks like D-Boy's taking the stage here. Uh, Everyone's kind of settling in. They don't know what to expect, and I fear for them because, uh... oh, yeah, here he goes. Well, hey, that's the kind of reaction... Oh, my goodness. The show floor here was feeling the D-boy. Three-piece band, Mark. You got your head chef. You got your sommelier. You got your sous chef. <clears throat> right? No. The three-piece band of any restaurant goes a little more like this. You got head chef. Head chef. Head waiter. Head waiter. Valet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Nothing happens if someone's not parking the cars, Mark. What I just oh um, What did you do? Uh freaking You locked us in this room again? Nope. Alright, hold on. Let me open the door. Alright, there we go. Mark. Josh. Uh what's going on, man? Oh, here we go. It worked. I thought all of my efforts What is what is happening? I don't know, Mark. Oh, uh, Josh, the doc the, the Google Doc medium dock. Oh, right. The medium dock? Are you having trouble adding content? It won't let me... It's, it's the plus <laughs> button, <man. laughs> Mark, if you the longer you stall, the closer I get to telling a wild valet story, and I don't think that's what you want. I'm ready. We have three left, Josh. I'm going to go... I'm going to change the order in the dock. First, I'm going to go to the microbeads so we can end with a bang. Nope! I'm going to go with... Microbeads is next. What are microbeads, Mark? Another shocking revelation that you don't think we've covered this. Microplastics are in our bodies. How much do they harm us? The science is unsettled, but researchers say there is cause for concern. I just wanted you to read the headline mostly, Mark. Nothing new there, right? Well, a little more cause for concern. More plastic turning up more places. It's micro. You don't see it. We're kind of turning ourselves into plastic, into machines or something, you know? Plastic parts. Yet we're gonna, again, we're not going back. We're not going to pristine these bodies. We're going to adapt and cyborg them. Adapt or die, Mark. Absolutely. Become part plastic. Oh, I got a great. You pl- got to throw. Ca- That's what's so frustrating, right? We were forced to throw caution to the wind. We have no choice. Exactly. Now there's no place left. You can't go anywhere. You can't go live in Ask traditional the medicinal wilds animals. of Alaska. And not get plastic in you? Absolutely, Josh. It's in organic topsoil. It's in my matcha powder, Mark. Enjoy. I'm not having your matcha It's product. in that bag of oolong tea as mm, well. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it, Josh! To the spring collection. Embrace your plastic. Willie Norris for Outlier Fall 2022 Ready-to-Wear Collection. Are they debuting that here at Restaurant Association Trade I think Trade they show? must be. That's why I'm reading this to you. Look at some of this. Uh, this is going to be tough to do on a podcast. Yeah, this wasn't the most ideal content for me to share with you. Are there elements of this collection you would like me to highlight? Because I have always thought look number nine for you is the right one. They're all bold looks, Mark. And I think the reason I put that in there is because, uh, yeah, like a, a kind of flowy house shirt thing. A nice tunic with no bottoms. Sounds perfect. I could wear that at the Naked Hot Springs. It reminds me of your robe phase. I could poo Bear in that. Uh, Where is that robe, by the way? It's in a safe place. That little, that what robe? was that little? It was little a silk Silk, cornflake, blue. You mean cornflower? Cornflower, blue? I don't think cornflakes are blue, <laughs> typically. But, uh... You know, Mark, I think I put that in there because I wanted to capture some of the momentum you've created here, right? We're going forward. The future is forward. It's not back. Thank you. Outlier. While they do make, uh, they, we've discussed them on this podcast, one of our most popular episodes, episode T-shirt, I think was- It was one of our most popular episodes. It was a conversation that- So er- weird. Erupted around their wares. Which makes me think, I'm going to retitle this episode. I'm going to call it Restaurant. Restaurant. Just simple nouns. Hey, episode one (laughs) seventy four. (laughs) NRA. Restaurant. Just restaurant. But as you know, Mark Outlier, they specialize in practical clothing, really, like uh, durable pants and shorts and T-shirts. I only have their pants and shorts, but everything I've bought of theirs, exceedingly well made, exceedingly durable. It's not like that old Navy crap where you wear it one half a year and then throw it in the trash and let it turn into microplastics that'll come back and live in your cells. It's not that. It's more about response. You spend a little more, you buy a quality product, you grow with that product. You come, I am bonded to my outlier products. You sure are. But if you look at their website now, they're branching out in this, they, they have a whole line of, of clothing that's from their experimental line. Yep. They have these duck, you know, duck fabric, like the heavy canvas. Absolutely. They have these duck weight pants Oof. that are probably like... Three pounds. ...20 inches too long. Like, if you, if you stretch them all the way, your feet would be, like, swallowed up, but you're supposed to wear them stacked. They have these giant, like, plaid, uh, kind of like bell-bottomy-looking pants. They have all sorts of wild stuff. Not stuff that I really want,
1: mm. but I like
0: it. I like that the eye to the, to the future... And then there, you know, this is, but look at that guy. I think he's wearing the tunic, but he's got shorts on with it. But what I like about their website right now is it goes not, against, it goes against best practices. You scroll down that lookbook, you see all these daring, wild looks that even I, Mark, you know, I'm a sartorial adventurist, but even I am like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to wear that, but I, I admire that front and center. It's all this wild stuff and it's not even stuff that you can buy. It's not even for sale. It's just there to consider, Mark. Consider the tunic. I'm looking for the duck pants. Consider the those you can buy. The experimental duck pants you can buy. (laughs) Go to the pants page. Go to the pants page. (laughs) Are you on the pants page? (laughs) Did you find the pants page? Yep, here we go. Go, uh, Scroll to the bottom of the pants page. (laughs) These bomb works, slim dungarees, bomb dungarees. So I've got some future... Ooh, injected linen pants. That's right up my style. Just like those, but better. They're only $198. But they'll last you. Like oh. five, six, seven, eight years, No winners. Oh, they're injected to last me. Okay, I am getting future high darts. Come on, wear my I duck have, pants. I have some future bombs. Experimental. I'm down to the experimental. I mean, look at some of this stuff. Bomb twill, part pant. Okay, some buffalo drill dart flows. Yes. Yeah, there's some big old boot cuts situation's bell-bottomy. There's some wild stuff happening. Where's the... Wild, wild stuff. duck stacks? The there duck stacks. There's a lot of extra fabric on those duck stacks. I mean, look stacks. at that. I would love to see your live $495. legs. $495. I would be willing to pay that to see your lithe legs in a duck stack, Mark. Oh, my God. You love showing off those gams. Imagine if you could show them off in a duck stack. <laughs> I sound a bit like Casey Casey. You sure do. Welcome back. To the $495. They are duck cloth that is practically indestructible. It's like the titanium yeah, of cloth. It's probably unwearable too. Only to the cowards. God, can't handle the stack. But I, hey, admire admire the I mean they're they're not adhering to best practices. Nope. They're not going back, Mark. That is the future. I don't know where it leads. But I know that it's going to be comfortable. It's forward. It's not backwards. It's forward. It ain't backwards. In Episode the future, we're going to be eating our own restaurant. 3D-printed mycelium foods. There was a lot wearing our duck stacks. of kingpinning going on. Oh, my God. I mean, so much insight has been shared already on this podcast. Oh, we've been going hot and heavy for quite a while. <gasps> a lot of energy in this room. There is. And I'm sorry, everyone. And it's don't, not we just cocaine-infused a- restaurant workers. The cocaine comes later, Mark. It's still early in the day here. It is a night owl. And Josh. Everyone's a little bleary-eyed. It's true. Ooh, last story. We're already to our last story? To the tarot. To the tarot. The woman behind the world's most famous tarot deck was nearly lost to history. How crazy is that? I don't know. Is it? No, it's actually right in line with how things usually work. <laughs> the woman does uh, the work, man takes the credits. Is that the story? I believe so. Hold a question in your mind. Shuffle. Select your cards and see into your future. For centuries, people of all walks of life have turned to tarot to divine what may lie ahead and reach a higher level of self-understanding. The card's enigmatic symbols have become culturally ingrained in music, art, and film, and the Denver School of the Arts, featuring... And this podcast. A poem for the sun card... From a young Quinn Peacock A brush. budding young poet. She's what of two sixth graders. She's got the vision. I read the poem that she wrote about her dad, and it made him cry. <laughs> it How dare you <laughs> flap your lips at her poetry. Oh, I don't flap my lips at her poetry. Were you just flapping your lips at me? Would you stop closing that door? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we wanted to be quiet for the terror. All right, maybe, maybe. Okay. Um... The card's enigmatic symbols have become culturally ingrained in music, art, and film. But the woman who inked and painted the illustrations of the most widely used set of cards today, the Rider Waite deck, which I am holding the black and gold edition of. Ooh, from 1909, originally published by Rider and Company, fell into obscurity, overshadowed by the man who commissioned her, Arthur Edward Waite. Wait, what? It's funny. What was the who was it, Josh? Seventy years after her death, the creator Pamela Coleman Smith has been included in a new exhibition at the Whitney Museum of American Art. Well, that Red Twist was a intern there. Really? Absolutely. Is she the one who got you your internship at the Denver Museum of or the the Denver Museum of the MCA, the Museum MC- of Contemporary Art here in Denver? Contemporary Art. Back when they were in their Sakura Square location? She, she didn't get me that. She told you how to behave, though. She's like, Mark, oh, if you're going to be an intern at an art museum, you got to wear closed-toed shoes, dude. Eight cards from the vintage set, not if I'm an outlier. They had a lot of sandals. They were yeah, more- but sandals are different than flip-flops. Flip-flops are this, this whole own, like, do-not-care vibe. They're, they're a bigger flying middle finger than a hoodie, Mark. <gasps> There's the sun card right there. And that, so you have that deck as well, don't you? Do you have several editions of the Rider Waite deck? Okay, well, so I know you have the pop nine stars 000, of the '80s. Deck. <laughs> that, nine thousand purists will remember that this sh- this show often has included a tarot segment. And good news, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna build suspense here. We are going to have a tarot <laughs> segment today. Originally, we would so use the Waite Rider deck. We're or gonna, the Rider Waite deck. We're going to a- close with a tarot segment and a Broudigan poem read. We're going to do the tarot reading into the broadening of the What I mean, a close this is going to be. Everybody You've up. never seen a dovetail like this, Mark. Let me tell you what. So I anyway, think I'm going to do a we quick We used to bump. use the weight rider deck. <laughs> yes, we did. Or is it rider weight? Rider weight. Tom, with the rider weight deck. Oh, I, th- if, I think, Josh, you should let's, check your let's... flow there. Call it the rider weight smith deck. How about the Smith Rider Wait deck? Let's put her oh, first. Oh, look at you one-upping me from just moments ago! I know how to one-up. I learned from the best. But Mark, oh, thank you. I was getting a little hot in this broom closet. I appreciate that. Uh, I lost that deck. I can't find it anywhere. So we did bounce between some other decks. How do you lose a tarot deck? A tarot deck loses you sometimes. You taking it out and about into the community, doing some. I don't want to pop-up my... reads. I do some pop-up reads. But look, I've replaced it with this tarot black and gold edition. Nice. But why? What's the I mean, I, I, <laughs> Let me take a breath. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Deep breath. Deep. Deeper. <laughs> Am I remembering correctly that we did do some readings from a rock stars of the 80s? I had a new wave deck. That's okay. true. My okay. wife bought it for me on when she took a vacation someplace. But uh, you tell your wife that everything's fair and square with the SoundCloud account. I want that. I want. To, I don't want to be in the doghouse. No guarantees. <laughs> You're going to get some side eye next time, uh, <clears throat> Mark. I did it. You did it. You did it. Now I do it. Hold. So maybe we should do. Is future of the food too broad of a read? Do we do the. Future of the restaurant industry. Going back or going forward? What? But but we know we're going forward. That, that has been settled. Oh, has it? But what does that future look like? We can do a three-card read. You know the past and present always helps to create solid context for the future, Mark. <laughs> yep. What's the question on the table? Is that what you're saying? I guess the question on the we table. We know that okay. we're going forward. We know there is no going back. Right. What shape will that future take? Okay. What shape? Boom. I just touched the deck for you. No, no. We're not. No. That's not how we do it. What do I do? I just touch the top? Uh, give me I your weenus. Pick... <laughs> Rub it with your weenus. <laughs> All right. He's weenus to the deck. Oh, God. Oh, I like it. You would. And then I'm going to use this practice pad. It's nice and sticky. Ooh. I'm going to cut the deck one more time. Okay. Episode 169, Butt Month. I'd forgotten about that. Past. Present. (sighs) Future. I'm a little nervous. I I feel like you're just going to get a bunch of death cards. No, the past. Where have we been, Mark? I don't know. Well, we do know because we've defined the past, Mark. This is the podcast that... And we've got the Two of Swords. (laughs) That's the past? Oh, Josh is going to consult... I need to consult the book. It's I like a... it when you consult the book and just you don't... usually make fun of me. Well, I do, but especially you know, I like to consult the book. But then the the book is a springboard, Mark. It is not set in stone. It's not oh, dogma. Yeah. Oh, I know. Two of Swords, Mark. A repose. It's Interesting. The past. Moving oh. inward, moving inward to reassess your thoughts and feelings, examining the interior yourself, wanting to be left alone. Arriving at the right answer for yourself without the help or interference of others, introspection, protecting the heart, rest. Tell me, that's not the Garden of Eden and the organic movement. I think it is. That's the. And what is that? It's this beatific inner solitude. And I mean, that is. But I'm worried. To me, that is almost the greatest tragedy of all. This is that if that we lose opper- the inner solitude, oh. but the the opportunity to return to that era is gone. It's slipped away. I think you're right. Unless all of a sudden there are only two people left on the planet. <laughs> Just me and you doing this podcast. Just kidding. Mm. No. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that's a solid reading it on creates the past. A, it creates a procreation nightmare for the ages. It does. I don't want to have to figure that one out. Okay. <laughs> the present. Where are we right in this moment, Mark? Ooh. I don't even have to turn the page, Mark, because we are in the Ace of Swords. Ooh.
1: We Very are just we're upping
0: the game. We're at peak organic, peak natural. Clear, articulate thoughts. Oh, this is just about this podcast. A genius and winning idea. Cutting through the heart of the matter, calling something for what it is, holding power over the mind, standing up for others, using your mind to great advantage. Brilliant idea, victory, truth, intellect. Ace it. Ace it. That's all about this podcast. Ace it? That's how it ends. Ace it. This two, is a, this two, is a- two, two words, Ace it. Ace it like a test, I'm guessing. Jeez. Well, I mean, that speaks well. I I think in this present moment, we're not talking about the world at large. This is clearly talking about us, this podcast, our insights. We're on that knife edge of giving you the insights that are about to be revealed. Fingers wet with blood from the bleeding edge, I think, happened once, Mark. I mean... So far, this one's freaking me out a little bit. I don't like how spot on it is. Because spot on, because it's all coming down to that last, that last I mean, card. The future is bound to be terrifying. They right? have earned your trust. All they right. are delivering a reading for the ages here. My hand is on this card, Mark. Dare I flip it. Dare I flip it. Flip it, I must. Oh, God. The King of Wands. Oh, I know that card. I feel like there are cards that tend to repeat in our Is spell. that Elon Musk? <laughs> think so. Jeff Bezos. I think he wishes it was him. Peanut, penis shuttle. Wiener shuttle. King of wands. Here's our future. Interesting, Mark. Our future is, is already in motion, it would seem. Power and presence. Commanding attention and notoriety. Did we do a read on this podcast? Or did we do a read on the future of it? I don't know. <clears throat> Stating your case for the world to see. Creating workable systems... Putting your interior workable systems, Josh. Okay, Mark. Let's let's before I read another line of this, I need to take you back to the Two of Swords. What was that all about? Beatific idols. Introspection. Yep. Solitude. Introspection and what balance. Am I, what am I about to say to you, Mark? I'm telling you right now that the future is all about creating workable systems. Yep. Putting your interior vision forward. Are you kidding me? What the hell? That was a mic drop, Mark, right here on the show floor. But the problem is... Well, okay, go ahead. Oh, tell me the problem, because I think <laughs> I have a rebuttal right here for you. Because, I mean, it's all that's all happened again. Out of all that, I still don't have a good sense of the color. Like, which way are we going to go? Except for the words, creating workable systems, which tells me that systems... AI. <laughs> Food tech. Food we are teching tech. this shit up. We're going to do a workable tech solution that takes us forward, not backwards. All is not lost. I think we've identified a gap that we need to fill in our next episode, Mark. There is bound to be bountiful crossover between food tech and AI, brother. <laughs> you, you talk. No, don't you scoff? You, you talk to me about personalization, diet, like I hyper gave you personalization 3D of three D printed gummy of diet. Yeah, but that. That's barely the tip of the iceberg. It is the tip of the iceberg. That's that's novelty, is what that is. That is is just the tip. It is novelty. It It is is novelty. It requires far more substance to be of real merit, Mark. It is not a full workable system. And you know what that requires, Mark? It's a glimmer. Can I tell you what the future requires, Mark? Adaptability without compromise. Oh. Yep. I'm feeling better about the future all of a sudden. I am, but it also, without compromise, that means, what does that mean? No more organic, arable land? Okay, we'll figure it out. We're not going to compromise. We can always go back to the 9,000 proprietary mall makeover. Fake bean over no bean. Well, I think we can still, honestly, I think we do have a chance to still grow plenty of whole foods that can feed us. We just need to be smarter. Keep dreaming. We need to stop using... We do if we wipe out 10, 20% of the population. Which almost happened, but didn't. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. It's a numbers game, my friend. There is enough food to feed feed everyone if we grow smarter food and if we start 3D printing it. Well, then you're not growing it. You're printing it. <laughs> you're creating it, Mark. Imagine this. In, in every basement, you've got a small hydroponic system growing... All sorts of greens and mushrooms that can provide essential nutrients. I think that's the other thing too. We're gonna. I'm I'm sorry to say this on the floor of the NRA show here, but we're gonna be moving away from eating because you crave it and because it's yummy and because it's artisan and because it's delicious, delicious. And unfortunately, because it's a functional, a cultural touchstone, it's all gonna be about function. It's gonna be a very gray and bland future in many Mm. respects. Oh boy, it's gonna require. It's gonna be soilent. It's going to require animal magnetism, Mark. I think what we've just given the reading to is toilet. It's going to require flirtation, Mark. That's a little bit as juge. It's going to require an icon, or in this case... Two icons. A pair of icons. Another pair... Another word that applies to this, this duo, Maverick. Oh! I mean, if only Maven were on here, but it's not. Maverick, Master. Success story. Maverick master. I don't want to be the. You can be the master. Um, success story. Visionary leader. Visionary leadership on the floor of the National Restaurant Association trade show here in Chicago, Illinois. Best episode ever. McCormick Palace, place, palace. It's a palace now. We came, it was a place. We leave, it's a palace. Because the king of wands was here, baby. This is a palace now. What do you think about that, Mark? I'm ready. I'm ready for some broadigan. Oh, right. You need to end the episode. Yep. We're getting to it, man. Don't be so impatient. Brodigan. Where did I put that? I think I think you need to do a cut here. No, you can tell a story. No, it'll be more impactful if it's a cut. And then the music And then a Brodigan reading No? You'd like to think that (sighs) No chance with this guy (laughs) No chance (laughs) Look at this I already found it All watched Uh, over By machine Okay Hey This was in the Atlantic, Mark Let me take you back To September 17th 2011 That's not when he wrote this poem He'd been (laughs) dead for a long time I was wondering Do you want to hear This introduction By Alexis C. Madrigal Oh, yeah. He's a smart guy. Oh, you know him, do you? He's a well-known culture writer. Well, right now, I'm reading Fred Turner's History from Counterculture to Cyberculture, Stuart Brand, The Whole Earth Network, and The Rise of Digital Utopianism. Mm -hmm. Looks like I need to send someone a copy of my book, the book that I helped write, because it's right up his alley. Oh, Madrigal. Okay, he's extracted... Bits and pieces to okay. It's the rather glorious and unlikely story of how ideas about computers and networks fostered by the Cold War military industrial complex underwent a magical transformation into cornerstones of the counterculture through the person and network of Stuart Brand. Turner, you who's he talking about here? This is a little confusing. Talking about Stuart Brand and Turner, you just read the poem. Talking about Fred Turner. Oh, I see. Fred Turner wrote a book about Stuart Brand. My word. Okay. In an article article written by Alexis Madrigal About a poem by Richard Brodigan Yeah, it's, it's very clear Turner uses Richard Brodigan's poem All Watched Over by Machine's Loving Grace To show that a good chunk of that cultural work Had been completed by 1967 When the poem debuted on the streets of San Francisco Reading it now I still find its mix of influences Startling and intoxicating Even knowing what we know about the internet Didn't make the world a utopia for the enlightened Wait, what? Even knowing what we do about how the this, en- this, this, all of this needs to be cut, just read the poem. <laughs> you said you wanted me to read this. I want you to cut the episode about three minutes ago. Ah, uh, more recently, the poem gave its name to a recent BBC documentary series by Adam Curtis. Enjoy the original. We're here. We've it arrived. Was, it was a tight ending. It had a fu- bunch of energy. You're fizzling out on a big wet fart. <laughs> it had too much energy, Mark. If if we would have let people go on that, they, <laughs> their hearts might have burst. Uh. Oh, that was like a that was like six key bumps of caffeine right there, Mark. Right now, yeah. Right now, it's just a warm bath, and then we're out. Okay, you all right with that? Settle in for nope, a poem. Mark. I vote no. If I may, I need a floppy hat. <laughs> no, you don't. To, to get on like kind of a Richard Brodigan thing, like I need a leather vest, floppy hat. That's a sound bar right there. Well worn jeans, kind of thing. Okay all watched over by machines of loving grace. I like to think, and the sooner the better, of a cybernetic meadow where mammals and computers live together in mutually programming harmony, like pure water touching clear sky. I like to think, right now, please, of a cybernetic forest filled with pines and electronics where deer stroll peacefully past computers as if they were flowers with spinning blossoms. I like to think it has to be of a cybernetic ecology. King of Wands! Oh, I'm sorry. Do I, I think I need to start the whole thing Come over. Come shot! Now. I need to start the whole damn thing over now. All right, no, I'll start. Don't you dare! I'll start from the third stanza. But you keep your mouth shut. I'm almost done. I like to think it has to be of a cybernetic ecology where we are free of our labors and joined back to nature, returned to our mammal brothers and sisters, and all watched over by. Machines of Loving Grace. And scene. How did I handle those uh, exclamation points, Mark? Oh, you're giving me a little golf clap? Okay. Looks like I should do more poetry readings, huh? All right. Goodbye, Chicago. <laughs> Goodbye, National Restaurant Association. Goodbye, restaurants. Goodbye, food. Goodbye, flavor. Goodbye, past. Goodbye, culture. Goodbye, present. Goodbye, present. Goodbye, present. You can't hold on to it. Goodbye oh, present. My present. Excellent pantomime. Goodbye present. <laughs> Ooh, Mark. Hello, future. Hello, kitty. Hot balls. Hot balls.